0: Welcome to another episode of the Lisa and Experience. So proud to be part of the Serious XM family of podcasts. Don't forget if you're enjoying my podcast, to subscribe, rate, review. I love to read all your excitement in the reviews. It's totally awesome. And Chris, what a wild weekend we had in the NFL.
1: Crazy man, crazy weekend of the NFL as it always is.
0: Yeah, but who wants to be the team to give the Jets their first win?
1: And who wants to be a Jets fan? Getting this far into the season, you're pretty <laughs> yeah. much in, in the, the fast lane on your way to Trevor Lawrence, and you beat the Rams. Out of any team, you beat the Rams. <laughs> I don't, you're going to be pissed off if you're a Rams supporter for sure. Yeah. But not as pissed off as you surely would be. Like our friend Scotty Messina, he was pissed over the weekend.
0: It's it's infuriating. And, you know, it's the, 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 the only people that won in this situation – were Vegas and the books because yeah. everybody took the rams in their survivor pools or in their prop bets or in their team game totals. Even I did. Uh, but here we are. We are getting close to the holidays. You're feeling the less emails coming in because some people have already started to take off. So yesterday, I decided to take a little adventure. I went out with my friend, uh, Summer Ray I may mean, know her as Summer ray from WWE, Danielle, Monet. And we went to MoMA. MoMA has... Members Mondays, and I've been a member when I came to New York, I joined all the museums so that I could just make sure I went regularly. They changed things enough and it's just such a great place to walk around when it's super hot in the city. It's always super air conditioned in there and it's a great place to like spend a couple hours. So Members Mondays, you reserve your spot online and they don't let anybody in for a couple hours after you. So you have all this space. It was so weird because we literally had the music. It was our photo shoot. I just, we just took photos everywhere. We had all these rooms to ourselves, enjoyed all the art, nobody walking up behind you. Like we sat down on a bench in a room with an installation, just listen to music for like 45 minutes. Nobody's in there. It was a great experience. And I think it's so important to still try to get out to do so many, some things, right? Especially if it's arranged to be social distance. Yes, we wore our masks the whole day. And yes, you know, we are. We know to be careful, but there gets a point where you just want to do something. Are you there, Chris? Because I'm so there.
1: That's funny that you said that because we haven't gone out since Halloween. We haven't spoken to anyone else, me and my missus, haven't spoken to anyone else since the end of October. This weekend on Saturday, we decided for the first time to go out to a brewery. We found a, a new brewery about 10 minutes from us. That was our thing nice. before COVID hit. We went out to breweries every weekend. We, we love that. We found a brewery that had opened up during quarantine about 10 minutes from us. Very small place, but it had great reviews. So we went down on Saturday evening to this brewery and it was awesome. It was one of these type of places where the owner is the one serving you, right? It comes out, they're all chatting to everyone. Really cool feel. You had to bring a toy for their toy drive if you wanted to drink there, which is fantastic. Love that. Such a
0: great way to do that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And everyone was eating outside. The tables were socially distant from each other. It was 26 degrees when we were there and there was snow on the ground. So it was quite cold, but every single table had their own heaters. It would, it, man, my mental state went up exponentially yes. because of the fact that we weren't just sitting home on a Saturday like we had been for the last month and a half.
0: I'm so glad you guys did it. You know, there's so many things there. I mean, the fact that it's a newer business, it took the chance to start during a time like this. You said there's heaters at every table. We have to take into consideration how much these businesses are spending to try to stay open, to make a little bit of money outdoor seating in this cold weather. Absolutely. You have to give them so much credit. And now for you guys, You found a new favorite spot 10 minutes away from home, and you will probably go back there regularly.
2: We'll
1: probably go back every week, especially because we've always tried throughout quarantine to really support the local businesses, right? We want to try to eat at different places or eat from different places each week. So every Friday night, we choose a new spot, order from them, eat at home. But now that we've found this place, we know that we love it, and we know that they're doing such a good job after opening up during quarantine. We want to support them as much as we can. So you can you can pretty much bet that we'll be there every weekend now.
0: (laughs) I completely love it. And you're right. It is about your mental state and, and whatever you're doing at home, most of us working at home, getting out and taking a walk can really help. But sometimes you got to do something for me. Walking around MoMA was just that. It was just like, it felt normal. I got dressed to go somewhere. I was out and about. I was it was a cold walk back so i was excited to get home you know then you're like happy to be home again after you've left and done something and this is just an unusual year and it's going to be an unusual holiday for a lot of people but i love that you are supporting your local businesses i'm doing the same and i'm making sure that everywhere i go i have cash for at least the tips for the servers cuz like you know i don't want to make people wait at this point to get the money from a credit card which i think usually takes a restaurant 2 weeks to get it back to pay their staff and We're all going to make this effort because we all have to be so thankful there's businesses that are holding on and this is going to be a unique season for all of that. And, you know, I've noticed something walking around the other day. I went to go see the tree and it was freezing. And by the way, they don't let you get close to the tree. The tree is like barricaded off and there's all these security guys blocking the tree because they don't want crowds by the tree. Meanwhile, I'm negotiating with the security guys like, well, listen, Uh, why don't you just let a group of like five or six people in at a time? They take pictures. They go out the other side. Like, can not we do this? Because right below there's people ice skating. And when you ice (laughs) skate, you wear shared shoes. They're wearing shared shoes and ice skating (laughs) right below the tree. And I've got to stand like the tree looks like it's this big in my photo. And normally when you stand by the tree, you look like you're this big. It's just so 2020 that my picture, I'm going to do a side-by-side comparison of last year and this year. It's like, what? So that was a conversation. I did get the security guy to laugh when I asked, are you guys like waiting for the COVID test for the tree to come back to make sure the tree can't give us COVID? Like, what's the deal? He laughed. He's like, there's nothing we can do about it. So when I was walking around, I realized something. People that are out are definitely checking out other people that are out. The thirst is real in the city. People are ready to be out and about meeting new people again. And, you know, if I'm wearing a mask, I'm going to wear some nice lashes. And, you know, I want to like make my eyes at least look good because my face is covered. And I noticed so much walking and flirting going on. And I just thought about all of my like single friends and thinking like, yeah, the city, when we come back, it is going to be hot, hot, hot for (laughs) everyone. I just felt that energy in the air many times. It made me giggle. I'm talking about coming back and talking about the new year. Before I talk to you about how amazing it is that we have another incredible guest that was put together by you, Chris, as always, we're talking about New Year's Eve because our upcoming guest is hosting an incredible New Year's Eve special. But Chris, are you more excited about the new year, New Year's Eve, or are you more excited about this year being over? That is my question.
1: It's got to be this year being over, right? Because we don't know what next year is going to bring. Next year could – I don't want to say anything. I don't want to jinx it. I don't want to put anything out of the universe. We don't know what next year is going to bring. We know what this year has brought. So just to get this year in the review mirror, that's the most exciting thing for sure.
0: I agree with you, but I started this question Monday of this week by text in a chain with a bunch of my friends. And I really wanted to hear everyone has a completely different outlook and my best friend is like, well, next year's definitely going to be better. And I'm like, you know, I don't want to be negative, but like now we're seeing a new strand of the virus in another country. Like, is it going to be that much better? But yes, I'm with you. I want this year to be absolutely over. The fact that we're getting NBA, the bubble was great, but getting NBA in their regular environments and getting to see all the different courts again really makes it feel different watching these preseason games. I'm not going to lie. I liked the bubble, but now that we're back in regular arenas, I feel like it's more basketball and the way they shoot it, you don't really notice all the time that there's not a crowd.
1: Absolutely. Now, I haven't watched too many preseason games because I've been kind of focusing on college basketball while the preseason's been going on. But now that the season is officially up and about, I'll be watching just about every night. Every night that I can, except for Thursdays and Mondays, but maybe I'll go back and watch a game after the football. We'll see.
0: And you got some bowl games on New Year's Day, right? Aren't there usually a bunch of bowl games on New Year's Day?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I'll, I'll see if I'll watch them or not. I haven't really got into college football much. It's only really been college basketball. Basketball,
0: Cause, okay. Because
1: Saturdays normally, that's for the misses. Saturdays for the misses, Sundays for me, where I just sit down all day and watch watch NFL. So that's kind of what we've decided. Yeah. And thankfully – this, this weekend, this Saturday, it was her decision to go to, to the brewery, so well done to her. By the way, it's called Old Heights Brewing Company in Hightstown, New Jersey. I think you should give it a plug. But
0: We should give it a yes. plug, and I love that they're doing the toy drive, so I love it's that you're best. giving it a plug, and you can continue to plug it as our updates. Oh, Today's yeah. guest will be hosting the New Year's Eve Toast and Roast for Fox. I think the name Toast and Roast is so good because there's so much to roast about 2020.
1: <laughs> is there what? It's ridiculous.
0: Also, our guest, uh, I went down the rabbit hole with some shows that I already watched during quarantine. One of them was Community, so he is very fresh on my mind. That is right, you may have guessed it. Today, we have the one and only Joel McHale with us.
2: Action, Lisa Ann.
0: <laughs> that is right, and that right there was Joel McHale giving me the action, helping us get this party started, just like Joel and Ken Jong will be getting the party started New Year's Eve for the Roast and Toast, which by the way, Joel, I watched you pitch it and you listed on Access Hollywood all of the shows that are better to watch on New Year's Eve. Oh, course. yeah. There's, Why is Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, they are. I wasn't <laughs> lying. Anderson Cooper and Andy Cohen, that's a <laughs> match made in heaven. A uh, they're great. <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, you know, Carson Daly, uh, still one of the handsomest men <laughs> on television. And then Ryan Seacrest, he's our new Dick Clark. And um, <laughs> those are all much better, well- Well put together shows, and I highly recommend them. I mean, there's like reruns of Modern Family that are probably better. Uh, Um, Ken and I are gonna really, we're gonna, what is it? I think the term, the technical term is uh, shit the bed. I think that's what (laughs) it is. That is the
0: technical term. And you can say shit the bed right here, which you probably could not say on Access Hollywood. Here's some freedom for you. So, what do you and Ken have planned for New Year's Eve? Is it more of a roast of the shit show that 2020 actually was in a celebration that there's hopes that 2021 can be better.
2: Lisa, I don't know. I, I, we don't have any plans. This is what I'm talking about. We don't know. We don't know what's going to happen. Uh, what's uh we are going to roast the year. Yes, the year needs to be and people are like what else can you say? And I was like just hold on to your hat cuz <laughs> we will say a lot. And Ken and I will roast each other because yes, uh, he is he is the size of a brisket. So I can roast him. <laughs> uh and yeah, so we we we've known each other since we were on parks and Rec together and um you just totally missed that and lisa yeah lisa you were not on
0: parks and Rec. You're yeah yeah i can't believe i had to <laughs> I point it to out i didn't so, want to interrupt i thought you were still yeah. going man had to trying to be a better host by not interrupting let me interrupt
2: yeah mm-hmm. yeah went, that's that's during, the excuse I see. quarantine, Great. i mm-hmm. decided to
0: go back and watch my favorite favorites and one of the favorites that i watched was community from start no one finish. believes you no one yeah. believes you but uh <laughs> So but it's cool. it's cool.
2: uh no, thank you, seriously. Uh, so Ken and I's relationship, like most of the relationships in my life, is just me uh giving and receiving ridicule so um and so yeah, that's what Ken and I have always done i Ken and i if if we get on the phone and the phone call is less than an hour, something wrong has happened we We talk like teenage girls on okay. uh, on
0: a daily basis. Is,
2: back in the eighties when you could just sit on the phone with uh, the cord wrapped around your body in a closet. So, um, we, it's funny. I, it's, it's hard for me not to call. Like, uh, like if I, like, whenever I'm on the phone, I've said this, but my wife always like, are you talking to your boyfriend? I'm like, yes, I am. (laughs) Yes, I am. And so, uh, I, we talk about everything, but, um, but yeah, we will on air, it will be, we're actually shoot why wasn't it, it's gonna be like the mass singer the way we ridicule each other, but we, we are shooting on the mass singer set. so oh, uh, it's apropos. Uh, there will be some reveals. there will be some unmasking Okay. Maskings.
0: Okay, and is, are, you know talking about, are you talking about PPE masks or actual real masks? I mean, this nice. is a conversation we nice. have. <laughs>
2: that is, that's bringing those together very well. And this is why you are an on-air personality. This Ooh. is not, this is, that's impressive. That's well done. So that, I'm going to steal that. Uh, yeah, so it'll be, there's a bunch of musical acts and um, there's going to be a bunch of drop-in guests. Uh, U2 is performing, as you know. That's awesome. They're not. <laughs> and uh, but nice. Um, the Taylor Swift,
0: I was I'm not listening to a word you say, yeah, I'm not fine. gonna just not. Nice. Okay, wow, the you one thing too. you will Amazing. be missing is drunk people because, like, you know, when we used to be able to do these things in, in Times Square with people that are wearing adult diapers. Uh, Mm -hmm. I lived in Times Square for quite a few years and used to just like to watch them line up at nine o'clock in the morning, knowing that they were going to stand on the cold concrete for a one minute span of their lives to see this ball drop as it was going to change everything and they were going to have to go home and wash themselves. Mm -hmm. How Mm -hmm. do you feel about the adult diapers on uh, New Year's Eve? Is this something you would- I'd like to point
2: out that uh, you believed that you two would be appearing. Uh, Anyway, (laughs) uh, uh, speaking of adult diapers, um, (laughs) I am wearing one now. Uh, I- Yeah, that was, even in my youngest days, standing, like, lining up at 9 a.m. did not, even then, I was like, there's no way I'm doing that. But kudos to those people. Yes. And, uh, my, yeah I'm sure that Depends is very upset because yes. of the uh depression in their sales for this weekend
0: not just this weekend this whole year people have been home so they haven't needed the Depends as often right you know just well, around the mean, house Well I mean they haven't
2: needed them for being drunk <laughs> uh <laughs> okay. or not being able to have access to a bathroom Sure um, that Uh so uh, I'm I'm assuming there's a lot of people who need them yeah, uh, that I'm are sure. still there's using them Well
0: sales other than New Year's Eve I'm sure there's uh, really- a
2: yeah, no, there will I wonder if I wonder if there are lower or higher alcohol sales because I know alcohol sales have gone through the roof this year. And guns. And guns. Yeah, I love which, that
0: we're drinking and arming ourselves at the same time. I just it's so American.
2: Yeah, I bought a machine gun that shoots Jack Daniels and <laughs> uh and Jim Bean. It's great. It wow. only shoots American bourbon. So okay. uh smart. No, I I wonder if that, anyway, well <laughs> I I pro, I will be mm, I won't be as drunk as Anderson cooper but (laughs) it'll be right up there
0: and uh ken has made you restyle your hair uh i i hear this as well and it's looking very so this is a very young look for you joel it's a race oh i'm in a full
2: midlife crisis lisa ann so uh this is um you know before it was that kind of it's all messed up he's crazy he just woke (laughs) up and but he's just rolled out of bed and now i'm in a gang (laughs) <laughs> I drive a hog. It's like.
0: And you wear one pant leg up and the other one down uh, like the, we used to in the 80s. That could be a look for oh, you yeah. as well.
2: Definitely. I wear my pants backwards like uh, crisscross. Yeah. And, oh, I forgot uh, all that yeah. crisscross.
0: Is he going to be there New years? Just say yes and I'll believe you.
2: I mean, I can almost say anything at this point. They're like, "I love you on Parks and Rec," and you two's coming back together. And Rolling Stones are getting—that's great. Uh, okay,
0: so listen. Before you came right. on, I was talking to Chris about one of the magical moments you put into my life from Talk Soup. Uh, that no, well, the
2: soup, the soup, sorry, <laughs> the soup again. Man. Oh my god, we have to
0: edit it's that out. That Let's that see.
2: swing and a miss was like <laughs> in Major League Baseball when they fall over after they swing and don't hit it. You know, one of those ones where they just or, like swing out of their shoes or when out. fifty
0: goes out to throw the first pitch at Yankee Stadium. That wasn't good either.
2: So I'm so you're like 50 Cent on that?
0: Yeah. That I was am. you. But okay. you used to talk a lot about toddlers and tiaras. And so Chris, my producer from Australia, has never seen this show. And you I? would say prostatots and to me, it was the greatest coin that prosta-tots. phrase. Prostitutes yep. still use it. My friends and I still use prostitutes all the you. time. Uh, we see Christmas cards with family photos, and we have mad group texts going, Yeah, I see a prostitutes, <laughs> you see, you over on the right. Like, I know it's horrible, but thank you for putting that into our lives.
2: You know what? You're welcome. That's <laughs> a gift that keeps on giving since 2007. Yes, uh, I'm old. <laughs> I, is that not as old as me? Uh, is Toddlers and Tierra still on? I don't think it, it is. Be. And I'm
0: sad because we talked a bit about, you know, everyone watched the Tiger King and you were part of this interviewing with everybody at the end. Chris,
2: that's called a transition. OK, that's a transition. She nailed it. All right. <laughs> Nothing to do with the soup or anything like that, but it nailed the transition. <laughs> uh, uh, Tiger you, King. Yes. Yeah,
0: how did you feel about that series? And follow up question. Did you watch it all at one sitting or are you one of those insane people that was actually able to watch one episode and then go about your life and go back and watch another?
2: Uh, I watch, and I'm not kidding, most television uh, about 15 minutes at a time. I was the perfect candidate for Quibi. Uh, I really do because I watch what I can while I'm brushing my teeth at night and I am not kidding. So I'm watching this German show called Dark right now. It's terrific. (laughs) Uh, they're like, it's eight episodes. And I'm like, well, to me, it's 24. So <laughs> Wow. Uh, yeah. So I, because I'm uh, an ADHD, uh, obsessive compulsive workaholic, I don't ever stop uh, moving. Okay. Set. And uh, this is still, this is, rela- I'm napping right now. That's, <laughs> uh, so when I got the Tiger King call, yeah, no, I had seen some of it. I hadn't completed it, but then I, I made sure that I knew the show backwards okay, research. and forwards. Because so, you
0: didn't want to make the mistakes like I am.
2: Yeah, because that all happened. V- well, yes. I wouldn't. None, nothing that glaring. Uh, anyway, you're on Parks and Rec and Talk Soup, huh? That's great. And you too, tell me about it. Who's the lead singer? Uh, is it Paul McCartney? So, um, yeah, no, I made sure because I was going to talk to all those people. And the thing was is that I booked that job on a Friday and the thing had to be done by the next Friday. Okay. So because I think Netflix wanted to get out their follow-up uh, episode before TMZ did their special because we had Joe Exotic at one point ready to be interviewed, but then uh, the COVID uh, hit the jail he was in, and, the, <laughs> and I was access. like, "Well, we should." Yeah, I was like, "We should wait for Joe." And then, and Netflix was is like, "Don't worry about it. Let's keep going." So, uh, so that said, um, it was yeah, it was a whirlwind, and I interviewed those people f- for each of them like over an hour. Okay. So it got all the interviews got shoved into in three minutes each. So it it was really fun. It was exhausting in in a weird way because I did, I love talking as you can tell from this very moment right now. (laughs) But that I was like, I think I just talked for 14 hours. So uh, I have a hard life. Yeah, it's
0: it's it's a hard life. I'm sure that you've calluses on your hands.
2: Yeah, but they the inner it was the first I was like uh, because the inner or Twitter uh, this doesn't I'm now tooting my own horn, but like mine I was told by people that like your name is trending worldwide right now. I'm like, "Look at me." But it was because people <laughs> were hating me because I kept asking the question should Joe Exotic be in jail? And people were so mad. They were like, "How dare you make fun of him?" I I get to make fun of him, not you. So But I was like, that's not really even making fun. That's just telling. That's just that's just a question of a person that is in jail with 21 felony counts. So uh, anyway, that's a very long explanation to say, yes, it was very fun.
0: Uh, But yeah, I could ask you to ask that question because in documentary style, you want to get each individual person's perspective. You want to get their facial expression when you ask the same question you've asked everybody else. Out of all the casting characters of the Tiger King, uh, and by the way, there's construction. Is that on your house model. or my house? Yeah, it's my house, and this would only happen when I land the biggest interview for my podcast in podcast history. That what somebody's remodeling, and it's been yeah,
2: Do you have a woodpecker living next <laughs> to you?
0: Somebody's redoing their floors in a brand new apartment building. I don't get it either. You move into somewhere new, you don't expect to hear construction, but that's what we're living with right now. I had prayed that the guy would have his lunch break during this spot. But he's not Can even. you hear there.
2: that? I'm
0: so sorry, man. I'm so sorry. But out of the cast of characters, I know for me, I watched Can't Tiger King start.
2: Hear anything you're saying.
0: <laughs> I watched him start to finish in one sitting because I, unlike you, will put my entire life on hold for something obnoxiously unimportant like Toddlers and Tiaras or Tiger King. Who scared you the most? Because they were a cast of characters. You wondered about their lives. Like, hmm, this is how you live
2: mean, who do I live in fear of?
0: Carol Baskins. Did she kill her husband?
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, allegedly. Uh, <laughs> that's, I, I don't know if I, what will happen if I ever meet her because it is a weird thing because people are like, well, no, he just, you know, he they kept saying he went to Costa Rica. And it's like, if you... Break up. If your marriage breaks up, you hear from that person again, even if that person moves out of the country.
0: Eventually, yes. Of yeah, course. you're like
2: that person still exists, and they're doing stuff. Right? Or you get a piece um, of their
0: mail with their new credit card that they forgot to change their forwarding address. Yeah,
2: and if you're <laughs> some big tall gringo that moves to Costa Rica, people are going to know <laughs> you you're there. Yes. So uh, made no sense. Yeah. So, and then they were like, we were ambushed by this documentary. They kept asking us about our ex-husband and we're like, well, that's what it became about, but you're still not addressing what the, happened.
0: The fact that he's MIA. I mean, I have an ex-husband. I know exactly where he is right now. Right. You know, like but even if your ex-husband
2: way. moved to like the Maldives or Madagascar or something, that person would have a, you know, like a, a, a an imprint somewhere. Uh, you, I was going to say the same. It is pretty hard to disappear.
0: Now, you have a you have a short period of time to prepare for this New Year's Eve event on Fox. Uh, how many outfits will you be trying on? Are you going to be changing oh, outfits like J-Lo? Or are you going to be staying in the same outfit? Is it a casual look like you look right now? Tell Fast me what out, you're going best, for.
2: This is the best question. I'm going to be changing, <laughs> like, underwear and socks. That's it. Just underwear and socks. Same, same tux, but okay. underwear and socks the whole time. Uh, okay. Okay. Um, I get very sweaty, and uh, you are
0: going to be able to be drinking or no drinking while you're working.
2: You know, uh, <laughs> if I can't drink while I work, then I mean <laughs> that'll be a first. Uh, let's see. I I'm gonna do probably um, probably three times as many as J Lo. Uh, the changes. Okay, probably. good.
0: I want to see it. I'm going to be logging them and then we'll do the who wear it best and, you know, compare you to maybe some of the mascots and MLB. Uh, Mr. Matt has a great outfit. Mrs. Matt has a great outfit. Yeah, but
2: they don't change outfits. They They put that thing on. Right. So uh, I will, like their outfits, have a tube that goes into my mouth that I can spit out.
0: (laughs) Okay, that's great. Just don't spit on uh, people on set since you are using the masked singer set. Well,
2: we are very (laughs) distanced to the point where I won't even be there.
0: Oh no! You're going to be doing this. I've virtually? decided right now that it will not be there. <laughs> it will be, be there. You're going to be there. So I want to go back to like quarantine life and how different it was for you. Yes, you got the Tiger King. You did this interview kind of last minute. I but really did. From then to then, what has Joe been up to? Uh,
2: well, you're you're looking at it, Lisa <laughs> Ann. Uh, this is everyone's life now. Uh, if you've got a computer, uh yes. which I assume. Uh, so yeah, no, it's. I was just saying it's weird, like not to go because so much promotion and press happens in New York. And then you've got like, I'm sure, like three suitcases. You obviously live in New York because uh, I can tell because you're looking outside in that <laughs> window over your left shoulder. Uh, it's a very crazy angle that that window's at. Uh you'd like pack three suitcases and be like, Oh, you're going to go on this show and this show. And now it's like, Oh, you're going to be on Jimmy. Like if you're going to be on Jimmy Fallon, car picks you up at here, you go here, you do all this prep and you get out there and there's the audience. And now you're down It's like, Hey, you're going on Jimmy Fallon. I'll be like, okay, I'm dressed. And then you walk into a spare bedroom and you get to appear on Jimmy Fallon. So thank you, Jimmy. Um, but uh, yeah, it's, uh, uh, zoom school is the worst thing that's ever happened. My kids. Uh, okay. yeah, I, I just call it now. i just like, uh, I hope enjoy video game school. Uh, <laughs> cause they talk to their friends over yes. the Xbox one X and, yes. uh, Or the new Xbox. Oh, yes.
0: You have it already, of course. Okay, okay. Yes. come on, come
2: on. I made priorities. So uh,
0: it's totally different. I mean, it's- there's. there's, Do you have
2: kids, Lisa? No, no kids. No responsibility
0: here. I only have to take care of myself in one house plant. And that is enough. Uh, I I like to keep my responsibilities very minimal. This is really it. I've got to sit in front of a computer and talk to you.
2: That's sad if that's been your whole year because I only (laughs) talked to you once and it's the end of the year. Yes. But again, you're very good at reincorporating in transitions. Uh, it's impressive. And I expect you to be running a major entertainment company very soon. I think and it would so, be,
0: again, too much responsibility for me. And I'd be worried about that house plant. But right. you find it's easier because you're not losing. You have a family. So you're not losing all this travel time. You're able to just be at home, pop on. You're done. You're done. There's no commute back. Or do you miss the interaction with some people.
2: Oh well, some people, some but it's great. Some. I don't have to see them. No, um, yeah, the family's like, yeah. I mean, when you're around each other all the time, uh, I like walking in my kid's room. I'll be, I'll like open the door and they'll just go, "What?" <laughs> uh, it's that sort of love that really, uh, you know, it's just wonderful.
0: Um, you also like to taunt your dog with cardboard cutouts of you. What's that all about?
2: That dog was taunting me. <laughs> Uh, that 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 really freaked me out. Uh, that was from the Great Indoors, a show I did four years ago, and uh, that was my comment. Like, wow, the dog hates that show. Uh, well, that
0: dog just wanted to be petted and didn't understand why by giving you that much mm-hmm. attention and barking. Why you were? Oh yeah, Lisa, do you on. have any
2: pets? Oh, that's right, <laughs> no, you don't. I uh, yes. Like, you know them so well. How's the now do you get takeout or how does it go? Do you go for walks there in New York? Or do I'm you... going
0: for walks. Yes, I don't do takeout. I've been cooking all of my meals since quarantine. I've eaten. How do you,
2: do you exercise? Are you a big exerciser? I am a
0: big exerciser. And I had a stalker gym box that I moved with me. And I'll tell you, it was labeled stalker gym box. That what was the hell just is that? in case I felt I had a stalker at my gym and I wanted to work out in my apartment for a little while because dudes can be hella creepy. And every once in a while, you get to lay back from your gym because there's like a new employee or a new new person there that's like creeping on you. you. So pretty <laughs>
2: presumptuous about this stalker thing. It's you're like, real. It it's real. It sounds like you're hoping for one.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. So when quarantine Have you happened, ever had a
2: stalker? Many.
0: many. You have. Oh, many. Like- many like where you have to get police involved multiple times oh restraining I've... order oh yeah this is real okay, okay.
2: most because that's okay that's serious this. and bad cuz i, I cuz there are some people that are like oh i have a stalker how do you know he's like
0: No, it's not like that. It's like, you know, 2,000 emails a day, uh, signing up for different social media accounts as soon as you block their account. From
2: a dude like you talk to for a second at a gym, like that's uh, how it goes?
0: It can be that way. It also can be just some guy who has, has manifested a friendship over maybe Twitter and then believes that it's real. And they'll hire a private investigator to find out everything about you. So back to the gym.
2: Wait, hold I on. Said- I, here's the good news about me. I will not remember this interview <laughs> for seconds after we're off. And then someday we'll see each other at some party at for some, you know, like upfront or something. At, <laughs> and you'll be like, it's Lisa Ann. I'll be like, that's great for you, whoever you are. Uh, you, if This, this has happened bullshit. multiple times to you. Yeah. I would like to pitch to you a that this turns into a Netflix series. Okay. Right? Maybe eight episodes, maybe three seasons. Okay, I
0: had one during quarantine that actually knocked on my apartment door. He was smart enough to have the mask on, breeze by the guys at the front desk, and just start banging on my door. And, you know, me, I didn't answer the door because to be real with you. And then he left his number. He left a note and his number. So, of course, the police contacted him and said, what do you think? It's quarantine. You think she wants to hang out with a stranger during quarantine? He goes, yeah, I thought she would.
2: This is the best thing I have ever heard ever and there's nothing I can say that will make anything I say interesting because this is fascinating um you think so this the dude, is a series huh yeah that is the move i put on uh you know my wife while i was courting her i was like i'm gonna find out where she lives and drop off my just number just bang
0: on her door so it sounds like someone's trying to break in i'm the love of your <laughs> life yes.
2: let me in yes. here's my number we need to get jolt to read the lisa
1: oh we
0: do a mailbag segment with the emails that i get and i have friends come on and read them and most of these emails are from deranged dudes who just think they saw a picture of a girl on instagram now they're in love with her and they propose marriage uh they propose dates they propose very unique things let's just put it nicely
2: yeah uh you you if this has happened to you more than once i'm thinking you can take each stalker and make you like maybe do it over two episodes okay and if this has happened to you multiple times i mean holy shit
0: yes I'm very interested
2: This is going to be a cash cow for Lisa Ann. So
0: when I was moving from LA to New York City and packing the gym equipment, my friends were all like, hey, loser, you're moving into a building that has a gym and there's equinoxes everywhere. Why are you packing this? And I was like, we're labeling it stalker gym box. Then quarantine happens. I photographed the box send it back to all my friends in a group chat. You're
2: like, uh, hi. I
0: got steps, exercise bands, some light weights, a yoga wheel. I got everything I need. So
2: Maybe I- you have I so many stalkers it. because the stalkers knew about the box. And they're like, <laughs> I thought that was for me. <laughs> it has my it name on it. Any of
0: the above. But yes, I am a worker outer. We are able to reserve. Now,
2: my- do you, are you a bands part? Do you use the bands, the, you know, the, the stretchy bands? I do. Do you I, like those? Okay. I, I
0: prefer weights in the Peloton, which we have at my building. And now that do you do reserve. the Peloton?
2: Do you do, the bike or the? Uh, do you do the the treadmill?
0: Bike. Okay. And competitive classes, of course. And you, do you have
2: people, the Peloton in your apartment?
0: Do not. We have it in the gym at my building, which you can reserve your own time for 50 minutes a day on an app. So you are working out solo. They reopened that up. Sticky. Uh, I do very carefully wipe everything down before I get on your face. Right now is awesome. I hope to see that face a lot on New Year's Eve. That is a face oh, of yeah. yours I've never seen. That is That's- unbeatable. But. So, yes, I've survived. You walk around, but the city is still very quiet. It's not like L.A. where the weather was like 82 days ago and everybody's rubbing it into me. It's freezing here. We had a foot of snow last week. So
2: Let me just check the uh, temperature right now. (laughs) Oh, this is... Uh, yeah, there we go, room guys. T-
0: almost room temperature. It's perfect. That's
2: that's Celsius, so it's like th- almost two hundred degrees here.
0: Why do you have it in Celsius? And that's it's not, not Celsius. Celsius. It, it says seventy high. degrees. It oh was,
2: my lord, Lisa! So and you got a
0: this is it. This that was a
2: joke for Chris <laughs> and you. Wow, and you have stalkers,
0: Chris. Do you have it's amazing. To oh, that, know, now why I-
2: would you have Celsius? It's seven. We there would be a, all dead. Everyone would be dead because it would be fire everywhere.
0: I'm really glad to know that you didn't die from that Celsius heat and you were able to make it onto my podcast. I mean, we're talking all about this. What time does your special start that I should be sitting in front of my television, which I will be, because I'm going to rate this show with you and Ken on New Year's Eve on Fox. Do we have you all night, like 9 p.m. to you count down the ball drop in Times Square? How's this going to work?
2: That was the longest question I've ever been asked in my life. That was like 12 run-on sentences, and right at the end, you were like, and how does it work? Because uh, I was, and, I was and they were just like, that whole thing I just said, that whole promo was a question, the yep. whole thing. Yep. Well, Lisa and I'm exhausted uh, from that question. Uh, I think we're starting around nine. Okay. And then there's going to be, uh, for no, we're starting at eight, and then there's going to be, an hour break between Ooh, 10 snacks. and 11 for local news. And, and which is.
0: That's when you get your snacks.
2: Your, my sacks?
0: Snacks, you know, snacks. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> snacks. <Jeez>.
2: Uh Well, <laughs> yes, but there's going to be commercial breaks for me to be snacking. So okay. I'm excited. Okay. Um, I like how you were worried are like, well, oh, it's just a long broadcast. If they don't have snacks, oh, what are we going have gonna
0: snacks. Do. So we need to be NFL players. From
2: exhaustion. Even you know, the- we have sugar packets and salt packets to keep us going. Even the um, NFL
0: players have snacks on the sidelines, which, by the way, I know you're a huge Seattle Seahawks fan. This look is- at
2: this transition. <laughs> uh, but there really will be an hour break for okay. local news. So that, to me, will be the most exciting.
0: Yeah, because nobody cares um, about the local news on New Year's Eve, really. We've heard enough news in twenty. Dare
2: you? They always go like, "They're ringing in the new year in Papua New Guinea for the first time," and I'm like, "Okay, yeah, it happens every year." Uh,
0: uh,
2: so, anyway, what am I saying? Yes, I like the Seahawks as much as you like.
0: Dallas Cowboys, we're horrible. Yeah,
2: you get. It's been a rough year.
0: It's been a more At, than rough year.
2: Yeah, the 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 quarterback injury was very that was rough i felt that that was i jumped out of my chair and feel terrible uh, but all today. of
0: our other pieces are still standing so it makes no sense zeke is still a good you guys player be fine. To-
2: he'll be back and you'll be fine and they they'll be fine they're good this teams. is true uh, yes but go seahawks forever and ever and ever
0: and forever and ever and ever um do you want to give us a key word that we should all drink to on new year's eve that you'll drop during the special on fox
2: no i'm fine <laughs>
0: Damn, I was hoping I could just get like prostatots. I mean, I don't even think that anyone oh. can say that anymore. No, I on think air. I <laughs> think
2: I think we know it's two words, but we could make it a, maybe a there's a dash between them. Run it together uh stalker box definitely
0: stalker box okay that's the word that we're going to be listening to as everyone is watching stalker box it's a
2: it's a swedish last name
0: it's it's a great swedish last name it's uh chul McHale and ken jung will be right there with you ringing toast and roast everybody toast and roast we will be roast and toast
2: i'm not sure which is first but we're going to be there and again it will be the worst countdown show that you can find so and as ken and i always say. Uh, when it comes to us, why not? Uh, right? It's yeah, like, why not? Why? Yeah. Uh, aim low. We Aime, say aim low. You're lowering your
0: expectations for everyone so we don't yeah. get too hyped up about it, get dressed up and stand around nothing's yeah. what's going on.
2: Well, Lisa, thank you for having me. Are, thank are we wrapping you. this? Is this yes. a wrap up? This oh, is we're wrapping wrap up.
0: up. I know that you are and busy too. Be doing careful because like, it
2: sounds like there's a lot of weirdos <laughs> nearby. And again, think about a show and something. They go happy, the, happy the dudes would be. They're like, oh, I'm part of Lisa's show. They would it's get happening. famous
0: like they do on 90 Day Fiancé, which is just as tragic. These poor guys that like fly for three days to go to a country to pick up a girl they met on the internet. It's just as tragic as being a stalker, right?
2: No, I mean, that's not a crime. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's weird. It's kind of like The Bachelor where people are like, I wonder if they're really going to f- find love. I'm like, well, on this weird game show where people think they're going to find their sp- after being selected from a bunch of dudes or women. I was like, this is really weird. Uh, and it, yeah, it's weird, but it's not, again, a crime.
0: It's not a crime. You are correct. You cannot get papers against 90 Day Fiance. Joel, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for your time. This was a ton
2: of fun. Uh, Say a letter, Russell Crowe and uh, Eric Bana (laughs) for my great, terrific.
0: As you can imagine, my face totally hurts from laughing so hard. I have not had that much fun doing an interview. Joel McHale joined us and was just absolutely amazing. Make sure you watch New Year's Eve special with Kim and Ken Jeong, which we know they are amazing together and know they weren't on Parks and Rush and yes, they were on Community. And he got me on that one, but he was throwing them out there. So thank you, that was amazing, Chris. Thank you so much for setting up this interview. And now, We have the mailbag segment coming up right here with my good friend, Emilio Sparks, and you are going to love it. Welcome to the moment that you have all been waiting for. No celebrity guest can top the Ask Lisa Ann mailbag segment of the Lisa Ann Experience. And today I have a guest. We know it is so much better when I get a guest that actually feels the emotion of the creepiness. This is a longtime friend of many years, host of Rassle Rap and producer of Talkin' Shop. You know, I love those guys. You can follow him on Instagram and Twitter at Emilio Sparks. Emilio, what up? What up, girl? What up, boo? So (laughs) nothing makes me happier. So, So, you know, I have this plan. I never send out the ask Lisa and email questions to my upcoming guests until the day of, because I don't want them to get freaked out by the questions. I want them to just breeze over them and then send me a response like, yo, these are some creepy emails. And that is exactly what you did. And I loved it and I thank you for it. How did you feel? How much hand sanitizer did you want to bathe in after you read some of these emails?
3: I actually hooked an IV of bleach up into my skin because (laughs) I thought it was just so creepy. And yeah, like you said, I know you for a very long time and we've actually been out together in social settings before as well. So I thought I was already anesthetized to the whole creepiness, but it turns out I really wasn't because now I'm actually seeing it in print and I'm like, oh wow. This poor woman, she really gets this on a continuous basis. This is strange, man.
0: And you know what's sad is, I was thinking about it this morning. It comes at me everywhere. I don't answer DMs on Instagram unless they're from friends. So I've already limited that. Twitter, I gave up DMs for New Year's Eve three years ago and only answer the ones that I want. So everyone else thinks I don't answer at all. But it's this email. And then it starts to go down the rabbit hole of like, you know, I post my older content, all my library on OnlyFans. You should read those messages. Those are like. Those are like guys that think by playing $12.99 a month, they are actually putting layaway on my vagina by their direct messages.
3: Yeah. I I, I noticed that's the culture now because I know you and or I follow you kind of sort of maybe. So now I'm buying something from you. Now I own a piece of you. So that means I have a shot. No, that's not how it works, dude.
0: One of the funny things right now is all my girlfriends are doing this side hustle of dick ratings, right? So they ask the guys for 20 bucks because the guys all want their dick ratings. It's this new thing. It just happened about a year ago. And I have to reach out to my younger friends and be like, yo, what's up with this dick rating shit? They're like, yo, I'm cashing in. A lot of them say like my roommate does it and I split the money with them. Like whatever. I'm like, what do you write? Like, how do you do it? Oh, you charge 20 bucks then open your response. They pay another 20 bucks and you write like some details, maybe about the girth or maybe I'm like, so in realistic life, like we've seen the best of the best and we're supposed to go in with an open mind and look at these dicks and be criticized, like not too critical because then they won't be your fan anymore. Right. So you have to tell every guy he's a 10 out of 10. I can't do it. So I'm not going to get that. I'll try for Uber first as a side hustle before I start rating dicks. But let's get to you. And these questions uh, from Muhammad. We'll start with Muhammad.
3: Oh, my God. Okay, where do we begin with Muhammad? Poor Muhammad, man. My God, bro. Like, I'm sorry, but, dude, this is not how you come at a woman. I genuinely, like, nah, man. Like, don't you, no, don't. Like, stop it. Just stop. Just stop
0: obviously the people that send me these emails are also not listeners of my podcast. Cause if they were, they would know they had no chance. Right. But because they're just shooting this email out and not putting in the time, they're not understanding the magnitude here.
3: I don't even know if it's the time or just the lack of just English or, you know, this is not just how you're supposed to talk to a woman, but Muhammad starts off like this. Hi, Lisa. I was wondering if you usually agree to spend the night with someone. If yes, Then you get two options. Do you do the same as in your movies? And how much do you charge for a night? Thank you.
0: Uh, Number one and number two Very interesting If I don't act the same in my movies Does he no longer want the offer? Like is he no longer going to accept If I give him a price? Now so you know You've met my producer Chris Who's amazing Chris and I have came up with a price I rate it by the boyfriend Boyfriend's fine with the price The price is a hundred million dollars Because of course I should do it for a hundred million dollars We also know that Muhammad Doesn't uh, probably have the hundred million But if somebody does We're going to discuss it then We'll put it on air Like this will be a big thing So a hundred million dollars You do it too too, right? Even with Muhammad. But do I do the same as in my movies? I'm going to say no. So he backs out of the deal right here. But everyone thinks I am for sale. I don't understand this. I've had recreational sex for money. I understand that by pro- by producing adult content for everyone to enjoy. This doesn't mean that I want to be with like randos. So let's go to the next one. Uh, Muhammad, no.
3: Okay. So sorry, Muhammad, you're asked out, bro. So now this one comes from Aaron and Aaron writes, hello, I think I'm your friend on Facebook (laughs) or was your friend. Uh, By the way,
0: sidebar, Aaron's getting catfished, okay?
3: No, (laughs) it gets even better. I got blocked out on my old Facebook when I tried to change computers. Maybe he
0: doesn't know his own password, okay.
3: I was friends with Lisa Ann, A-N-N-E, needles. (laughs) Anyway, if this isn't you, clearly it's not. I have an idea you might like. This is where it gets better, folks. So just strap in. I told the other Lisa, I'm using quotation marks as I'm reading. Air quotes. But she never said anything. It is a porn type video. Get 10 new girls every month. Guys buy subscriptions to watch the glory hole webcast. (laughs) And get their name entered into a raffle. Every month, 200 guys' names will be picked. Those guys take a blood test for diseases. If they pass, they're on the next video. If not, other names are picked. When all 200 guys are there, they will be hired as an employee, and the girl's name picked for them so they know who to go to. You will make so much money if you do this. I would like 3% of what this business (laughs) makes.
0: I will say that that was the cleanser for me, bro, was when he said, I will take 3%. Okay, right away. This is his hustle, right? So he thinks this is the greatest idea because he wants to be in the raffle. Let's face right. it. Aaron is number one in the raffle. Right. He's filling out under mul- multiple emails. He is going to be like setting up a t- thousand of codes so he could be all 200 guys. Easy. But the fact that he goes into such detail, I mean, this is the, this is the idea of a man that watches too much porn, and gets too little action, trying to find out if a glory hole is his best option, because the girl doesn't even have to see him. She just sees... Yes, you know what I'm saying. But the 3% is very random. Why didn't he go for 5, man?
3: Well, I think he was trying to make it a bargaining tool, because if it comes <laughs> off with 5, it's already too greedy. So he's like, well, let me just get a respectable 3. Let me create the same bots that sneakerheads use to buy the sneakers so I can enter this This glory hole contest. So, not only do I get to have sex with Lisa and Needles, but I also get 3% of the action. So I can make some money off of this.
0: I also love the fact that he has specific. They will be hired as an employee. Okay, you think you want to do the fucking paperwork on 200 employees? We pay these people as independent contractors. We're done with you. You handle your taxes good, but we're not doing all the paperwork. I don't know if you have child support that you owe or all these things that come up when you add 200 employees. But Aaron, that is a great idea. You may want to continue to email it to other people, and maybe change your percentage once in a while. See if somebody bites. If it, it's only one percent, because it's such a good idea. Next,
3: hi Miss Anne. Okay, Miss Ann, that's nice. He's using your last name.
0: <laughs> I, I hope that freaks me out. I'm like, you all know it's not my last name, right? Come on.
3: <laughs> but it sounds official though, because they want to come. They
0: want to be creepy, polite. but yet at the
3: same time too, they want to be polite. You know, so it's like, let me start off with a platitude that isn't so like overpowering and overbearing to the point where you'd like, fuck this dude. This is what this is what this cat writes. I hope this finds you. I hope this finds you doing well. OK, that's a little odd right there, but all right. <laughs> I wanted to know what brand of hat it is that you're wearing in the the photos of you by the Christmas tree, the leopard print winter hat. It looks very nice on you. Thank you for your time and consideration. Best, Ian.
0: Okay, you know what's funny about this? When I take photos, I will not post any photos until I'm locked in my house safe, right? Because I know the forensics out there, the people that are like, oh, I'm by that neighborhood. I just saw her by a street sign. I'm going there right now. This email came in Saturday at 2.01 p.m. I think I posted the photo around 1.55 p.m. on Saturday. So Ian was like forensic photographer himself. Loved the hat. Immediately sent the email. Ian, I do not know. I think I got it at Macy's online. I have a random amount of hats, but I just thought this was one of those moments where I said to myself, this is why you wait until you are locked up in home before you post any photos because the detail. Would he have walked up to me and said, where'd you get that hat? Uh, he knows my email and he posted that after five minutes. So
3: next. Right. Well, I am looking at your Instagram right now. It is a lovely hat. I will say that <laughs> it, 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 it is very charming. So I'm not mad at it. It's Very nice.
0: I'm sure you can go on Amazon though and just Google search leopard hat.
3: Okay. Now this is, this is just cut to the chase, extremely transparent. And this is what Peter writes. Hi, Lisa. Is this a good email address for you? <laughs>
0: I promote this email address because it's where I want to collect these ridiculous questions. But I do not respond to anyone. Well, we have one guy I've been responding to, Khalil, because Khalil asked how many times I have sex in a week. And so Chris and I came up with the arbitrary number 117. So by the way, we've we'll been going back and forth with the math of all that, but I don't respond. So hopefully, Pete, you listened to the podcast, the Lisa and Experience. Hopefully, you are listening right now and you heard your email. Your bell has been rung. Yes. This is a good email for me. Next question.
3: All right. Let's see. Um, This is another one. Real (laughs) simple, real right to the point. This is from Dwayne. Hi, Lisa. I hope you're having a wonderful day. Will you go on a date with me?
0: (laughs) (laughs) See, the way you're laughing is just a real man understanding this. Okay. How ridiculous is it? Like I'm not on a dating app where I'm out searching to connect. This is an incoming email box to ask questions about me. And would I go on a date with a stranger that sent me an email? I mean, how strange or danger is that to you? You would not advise any of your girlfriend's to go on a date with a guy that emailed them and asked them out. Am I right, Emilio?
3: Yeah, no, not even if somebody had, like, I don't even get the person's, like, email account that they use. I mean, I haven't <laughs> used one of those accounts in so long, and I won't even blow up the person's spot because it's just not what I'm going to do. But, like, could you at least get a Gmail?
0: I, at least get a Gmail. I, at least get a Gmail.
3: You know what I mean? But but here's the thing, and Dwayne, and, and just just some, some, some big brother advice here. If you're going <laughs> to shoot the shot. You got to come correct with an Instagram profile. You got to come correct with your best picture. You got to make sure that the <laughs> angles are glossy and magnificent. I mean, you really got to come correct because you're, you're, you're hitting up Lisa or Miss Lisa, as you know, some people or Miss like Ann. Anne, <laughs> you know, it's so if you want to be polite, like you were, it's a beautifully constructed email. I love transparency. If you were to slide into a regular Muggle DM. I don't know if anybody knows Harry Potter, but like normies and you know people with non-magic powers are called muggles, and and you know so Lisa, the average girl's a muggle compared to you. So if you're gonna slide into a muggle's DM, then that's very good to say, hey, would you go on a date with me? Because then they have all the data and they can look it up. But since you don't have none of this attached, it's kind of like it's kind of like I don't know what Dwayne looks like, so I'm just gonna have to pass.
0: And at this point, I'm getting a little bit jaded over the fact that if you don't offer me money for the date, OK, like because I'm not going on either the paid dates or the free dates, but I kind of feel like if you're going to come at me, I mean, where's the hundred million we're looking for? OK, well, maybe Dwayne thinks that
3: because you'll probably like a nice, you know, recourse meal with a salad and some type of appetizer <laughs> and then an entree, he might think, well, you know what, that's and that's. Maybe $200 right there. Uh, Maybe- by the way, Dwayne
0: is taking me to Applebee's. Who the fuck are you kidding? Okay. He is taking me to Applebee's as, as good as it gets in his small town in Ohio. Right.
3: Right. Right. Well, Last, it seems like an Ohio a, email.
0: There's another one here and I want to be specific with you. Uh, I have a thing with, uh, and there's another one in this in this first page. Uh, people send me emails, Emilio, where the entire email is in the subject matter. There's nothing yeah. else. Uh, that's what we have right here. And do you think that that is just insanity?
3: Um, yeah, I think that's really strange. And, it's, it, and again, it's not even just a single sentence. No. It's almost two. It's the whole
0: email. And there's no yeah, body the at all email. in the email. Yes.
3: No. And, and the picture's strange too. <laughs> it's
0: like, sideways.
3: Yeah, it's it's sideways and it's just very unflattering. So this it's is- Very this Unflattering. Is what, So this is ready. Here's the subject line, not even the body of the email. Hi, Lisa Ann. I would like to know how many guys in total have you been with and do you do private meets?
0: Okay, listen, would I want to meet up with that guy alone? Oh my God. I'm scared just by seeing the photo. It's funny because his photo is sideways and so you all know in listener land. uh, Chris and Emilio both have their heads tilted sideways right now to really get a good look at the photo to see what I'm talking about this is one of those guys that has mask problems. Like the mask looks really small. I've seen people that are large and the mask looks really strange on them. Whereas the mask kind of engulfs my whole face. Um, I wonder why the curiosity with the total guys, but to really throw people off, I just give this number. I say anywhere between three and 5,000 guys. I, it's not, it's just something I randomly say. And when they normally say, well, what do you mean? What's the, uh, Three thousand to five, that that extra two thousand. Well, you know the '90s, there was a lot of ecstasy involved, a lot of group sex. You know <laughs> what I mean? So I kind of lost count. I'm going to tell you honest. The '90s were where I really picked up some numbers. I mean, athletes could come to me and compare numbers and be like, "Whoa, you were busy!" Like, you know, ecstasy and group sex just goes hand in hand.
3: The nineties were a total blur, man. It just wasn't television shows like the real world and party of five. I was out there getting it in.
0: If we were, Oh, you're so glad that we spent so many good hours in clubs. I mean, I look back to all the clubs in the city that we used to go out to and think about how different it's going to be. Like just passing joints around the club. And now you're like, do people pass joints? I bought these little glass tips so that everyone can have one. So there's no germ issue with COVID, but like mm-hmm. I was just sealing some holiday cards and I, Use a towel to do it. Nobody wants saliva on a holiday car. Like We're looking no. at life different, but damn, I don't do the clubs like I used to anyway, but man, we had some good times, didn't we?
3: Yeah, no, like the music was better. The presentation was better. I was a big fan of when I used to DJ even in the clubs, I used to do like vinyl records instead of like Serato and all that other stuff just because I, I liked the feel of it and it gave it just a nice uh, nostalgia pop. So anybody would come up to me and request just bullshit. I'd be like, bro, I got vinyl records. There's no way I have your... Your thing, yeah, so your you, your
0: remix of something else.
3: Yeah, like you uh, should give a good, little. Go.
0: We should give a little shout out to Albon, uh, the Burn It Down group, uh, because they were a group, big yeah. part of us getting together and going out a ton in like 2004 to 2008, mm-hmm. around that area, just going Greenhouse, yep. Gold Room, all the spots. And it's been so great to watch you. And I love the podcast that you're a part of, Emilio. Thank we you. We used to get to mm-hmm. hang when I would come into the studio late nights on Mondays, do Lee Sanders fantasy. You'd be sitting at the desk and we got mm-hmm. a good hang. We have a great bond. I love you to death. Um, hey, ditto. Thank you. Ditto. For joining us for this and also understand this, I don't look at these emails unless I'm right in the head. Like I can't go in there weak. If I'm feeling sensitive, insecure, annoyed, hungry, tired, I will want to write back horrific things to these people. So instead, I just do it when I'm prepared and I'm ready to laugh a little bit.
3: I think that's this is the perfect platform to do it because I think the world gets so heavy sometimes and everybody lives on their phone with their metadata and a woman like you you know you have a huge following and it the brazenness and the balls of certain <laughs> guys and I've noticed this like even just like other female friends that don't even have a mass following but they're very very pretty and they carry themselves in a very nice way they'll show me some of their DMs and I'm like That wow! It it, it's what the internet and like social media has created, where I have a shot. So because I'm following you, I can try to have sex with you. Not even
0: and everyone uses the expression "I got to shoot my shot." And I say, yeah, but when I'm the backboard and a million of those get shot on my face a day, okay, that's what it feels like. You're just dribbling a ball against my head and I got to deflect it and be moving around all the time from the ball. But thank you so much, Emilio. Don't forget, you can follow him at Emilio Sparks. Check out Talking Shot Podcast. I've been a guest. I love the guys. They've done the mailbag segment and they were amazing. And uh, for you, we will talk again soon. Have a very happy holidays, man.
3: You too. Lisa, Chris, take care. I'll talk to you guys soon.
0: Thank you for listening to another episode of Lisa Ann Experience. This was an incredibly fun episode. I have to thank my producer, Christopher Tyler, for working so hard to get us. Joel McHale, I know you tried for so long and you succeeded, Chris.
1: Finally, it's about time. And hopefully, we can get him back for the Ask Lisa Ann segment in a month or two's time. He's sitting down to do it. He seemed legitimately interested in coming back on for the Ask Lisa Ann segment. That is is going to be fun if we can do that.
0: And by the way, he is also the person that can pitch this future stalker show (laughs) that you can help write and I can just star (laughs) in and he can get it on Netflix. So we got a good thing going here. Also, thank you to Emilio Sparks for coming on and joining us for the Ask Lisa Ann. You can follow him at Emilio Sparks and everybody, don't forget to subscribe, rate and review my podcast. We'll be back. Enjoy your holidays. And thanks again for listening to the Lisa Ann Experience. Sirius XM Podcasts.